Hello, I'm Barry Hughes, Senior Pastor of Sun Creek United Methodist Church in Allen, Texas. I'm so glad that you have joined me again this week for Ask the Pastor. I'm going to look at three questions today. Uh, the first one has to do with last Sunday's sermon from the Gospel of John, where some Greeks come to see Jesus. And uh, we talked about how we seek God and God's already found us. The second uh, question uh, has to do with dur how during this time of the year, uh, we seem to skip around in the different Gospels in preaching through uh, the season of Lent. And then the third question is uh, just about this week that begins on Sunday, Palm Sunday, that we call Holy Week and all the strange names that are in that week. So I'm glad that you've joined us uh, so we could talk a little bit about these. Well, first of all, last week in uh, the sermon, uh, these Greeks came to see Jesus. They asked uh, one of the disciples uh, uh, to take them to Jesus. They didn't know what to do. They went to another disciple, and then um, they finally went and asked Jesus if it was okay. And we talked about how these Greeks were probably Gentile converts to Judaism. They were there in Jerusalem for the Passover. Uh, but they were probably from somewhere else. They were certainly non-Jewish people. And in that text, it represented uh, to Jesus that moment when he knew the time had come for him to fulfill his call from God uh, to give his life because Gentiles, the whole world, had come to him. And uh, I ended that sermon by talking about how we find joy in seeking God uh, because we always find out that God has already found us. So I had the question, well, if God's already found us, why are we doing all this seeking? And I think that it is uh, a great question. And the reason we seek the God who's already found us is so that we can live into that, so that we can know that, so that we can experience God with us in a way that we don't if we don't pursue God in our own lives. And we talk about the different ways we seek God. We seek God through prayer and through scripture and through service, through love and compassion, through all the different disciplines of our life, through all the different facets of our life. We seek God. And when we seek God and we discover that God has already found us, it strengthens our faith and it changes our life and it makes us a little bit more like Jesus every time. And that's the point of seeking after God. Okay, our second question has to do with why around the season of Lent do we seem to skip around in the Gospels? Uh, and that's a good question too. You know, the Gospels that we have in our Bibles, the three that are like, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then the Gospel of John, uh, all have the richness of the story of Jesus' life, and they all have uh, most of the same stories, not all, but most share the stories of the end of Jesus' life. But it's always important to remember that each of these Gospels was written uh, by a particular community that put down in words the oral tradition that they had carried on uh, for several decades after Jesus' death, before they were ever written down. And so each one has its own different nuance or its own perspective written to a specific group of people, perhaps in a specific situation or in a specific time. 
And so the stories take on a richness that fits each one of those audiences. And as we look back on those Gospels and enjoy them for the treasures that they are, uh, those stories speak to us in different ways. And at certain times, one of the Gospels' version of a story speaks to where we are as a people or as a, as a human race, uh, as a congregation. And so we do skip around a little bit. It's interesting to note that as different as the Gospels can be, uh, they don't contradict each other in anything meaningful at all. They share the same story, written separately in different times and different decades by different people. And yet they share those same stories that help us understand who Jesus was and who Jesus is and what God was up to in Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. That's why we love the Gospels and center our faith in the Gospels. They show all the different facets of who Jesus is and what God does still this day through Jesus. Our last question, why do we call this week that begins with Palm Sunday Holy Week? Uh, well, that's a good, a good question too. It's holy because we see in the span of this week God acting in a decisive way in history through Jesus Christ to bring salvation to all the world, to make it clear to us that God's love would stop at nothing to make love known to us. That's why we call it holy. Palm Sunday, of course, is named after the story that we read every year from one of the Gospels where Jesus enters the city of Jerusalem uh, for the last time and is met with a crowd waving palm branches and shouting Hosanna. Some they're laying their coats and cloaks on the ground to keep the dust from getting on Jesus as he rides by on this donkey the way they would treat a king because indeed he was a king and they welcomed him as a king. And then we have service on Thursday evening called Maundy Thursday, kind of a strange name. And Maundy comes, we think, from uh, a derivation of the Latin word mandate, which means law. It's the night we remember Jesus sharing the Passover with the disciples, instituting the Lord's Supper, and giving a new commandment, a new mandate, love one another as I have loved you. Perhaps the strangest is Good Friday. What's so good about Friday? Jesus gets crucified. And that is a reminder that that was a very good day for us. Not a good day for Jesus, but a very good day for us. Because Jesus willingly gave himself for us to be the atoning of our sins, to reconcile us to God to give us peace with God. Whatever language or metaphor in the scriptures you choose and that you like the best, that happens in a powerful way on the cross. And so we call that day good. And then, of course, Easter is the day that the story culminates. Jesus is crucified, put in the tomb on Friday, is there Saturday, and on Sunday morning, early, leaves the tomb, resurrected by the power of God. The theologian Paul Tillich said, the crucifixion is the world's no 
to what God was doing. And the resurrection was God's yes. God's yes always wins. And Jesus is alive. I hope you'll join us this Holy Week in person or online for all those services I just mentioned. And send in a question. You just might hear it on Ask the Pastor next week. I love you, church.